We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Tuesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio, here with you. All MPW Digital Podcast, presented by Twisted T. More on them in a little bit. The Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Also, Blue Sky locations up and down I-55. They're out North Mississippi as well. Lunch specials, 569, couple sides, bread, any size, fountain drink. Might as well get the largest one because they're all the same price. There in Oxford. Also, uh, they can help your catering out this weekend. ULM inside uh, Vault Hemingway Stadium, 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. So, ribs, lunch, ribs, pork, pulled pork, sides, desserts, plenty of options there, including the beer cave, whether it's just getting ready for a night game after you get done at Vault Hemingway or uh, whatever you need the alcohol for. Beer cave there on Highway 6 West. And again, coming through from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662 257 1900. Um, call that number, ask for Corey Clark, tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around and, um, or you can do what I've done. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll love the service. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll uh, prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic hotline, I'm sorry, the Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street. From the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Are we on the right Wi-Fi network? We're getting some... I think we're better now. It was giving me some some lag, so I just want to make sure. Okay, just making sure. <clears throat> Texax talking about trailer a lot, even promoting the interim head coach. Yeah, I just I, I don't think you can hire Jeff Trailer. Sorry, I just I just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's the next up and coming thing, and just 
Blows everyone out of the water, but I have a well, hard time buying that. I know Jeff a little bit. He's been on McCrady and Siski. He's he's very impressive. Um, I'm with you from a perception standpoint. But look, here's the thing: we always do this. Do we do it every year? Because we live in internet and land, and not just fans, and not just media. But we do this thing where we assume that because these people are ads and head coaches, that they're smart. And some of them are. Well, especially donor-run programs. Because maybe, maybe we, we, yesterday we go, hey, Ross didn't really make a decision any damn way. So right. what difference does it make? So you have a collection of three things. ADs, who typically are just ass-kissing jock sniffers. Okay? They are. Some of them. Not all. Yeah, sure. Not all. Not the one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before anybody thinks I'm talking about Keith. <laughs> but there's a bunch of them. Sure. Okay? Coaches, not all of whom are meatheads, but some of them are meatheads. Sure. Okay. And then big boosters, who are people that don't get the word no very much. Ever. Okay? They are surrounded by people who kiss their ass. And then you get this. Texas A&M made an emotional decision. Because all of these decisions are emotional decisions. They, after the Tennessee loss, they basically told Jimbo Fisher, you better beat Ole Miss. And, he didn't beat and then he didn't. And that was that. It was made way before Mississippi State. That did not matter on Saturday. No, he he coached that game knowing he was fired. Yeah. At that point, he's like, I'm just counting my money. I mean, he's standing on the sideline going one, two, three, just counting up to how far he could get to $76.8 million. But what happens is there's an assumption at these places, and this is going to sound like I'm picking on Texas A&M, but it applies everywhere. Literally almost everywhere. Well, no one will say no to this place. Gig them or roll tide yeah, or whatever. And then people start saying no. People start saying no and they're stunned and you scramble. Now nah, I'm good. And you send out your media mouthpieces to start talking about other candidates to start changing a narrative. Clockwork. And here we are. There could be a class on this. We'll just take you through week by week. Here's, here's now, how this works. It doesn't happen like that everywhere. Yeah, no. And again, I'm going to prop. I'm going to say this about Keith Carter, and before people go, "Well, you and Keith?" No, I mean I'm, Keith and I know each other. We're friendly, but I don't think we're friends. We don't hang out. Yeah, sure. Um, we don't know each other's families. I don't think he does it that way. I know he doesn't, but there are lots that do. And if you're totally beholden to the boosters, there you go. No, I mean, look, when Keith hired Lane, it took him a minute to get there, to get on board with going that direction, and then had to defy big-name people around the program. I mean. And listen, there's a chance that you don't get anybody better than Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo was really good at the recruiting piece. Look at the talent on the field. When they walked on the field at pregame in Vaught Hemingway. They looked the part oh, now. They? I mean, unless you believe Lane Kiffin was just lying that whole week, and I don't. He doesn't lie all week. That's just not who Lane is. He talked about how talented that roster is. The recruiting classes, the four stars, the five stars. Yeah. So there's no guarantee that the next guy can recruit at that level. Jimbo did recruit at a really high level. Now, they didn't get it done. 
So there's this assumption that okay, because you don't get everybody just because you have the money. You have to be good at recruiting too, because multiple people are willing to pay too. Yeah, it gets back to recruiting once people are willing to meet basically the same dollar figure for the guy. You yeah. know what I mean? You can offset the money not mattering when everybody has the same money in the conversation. So there's this assumption by some at Texas A&M, not all, that they'll go to Oregon, they'll offer Dan Lanning the job, he'll take it, he'll fly down to College Station, he'll be greeted by the North Korean band, and, and, and off he'll go into championship world. The problem with that assumption is that Dan Lanning himself has to say yes. Doesn't matter how many media people write that Dan Lanning makes the most sense and Dan Lanning's candidate number one. If Dan Lanning says no, and Dan Lanning yesterday in at, at Eugene, I guess it was last night, his Monday yeah, we'll get to that in a press conference was pretty emphatic. Yeah, get to all his quotes in a second. Uh, I do not know him personally. Neil does a little bit. If Billy Lucci says it about Texas A&M, go ahead and just believe it. I really respect what he does. I do not know him at all, however. Yeah, I don't know him much. I know a lot of their people, uh, and, and I know the people who know him. Here's my thing is if Billy Lucci says something about Texas A&M, I give it at least a 90% chance of being accurate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Billy Lucci, as we have said too, came out and said that they were not interested in Lane Kiffin, obviously. Which is so, what I've heard. Yeah. I've heard the same thing. Consistently. And Billy is clearly an A&M fan, but he's not going to say incorrect things for A&M. He's a fan, but he will be very critical. Yeah. He balances that line as well as anybody I know. Some just can't do it. Some are so terrified of being critical because critical means a lack of access or you rub people the wrong way or whatever. Look, here's the thing. That, that Texags, People make fun of it. It's fine. Cool. People make fun of us. People make fun of whatever. Texas is like, they're pretty powerful there. Mm-hmm. If you're inside Texas A&M, that's not a fight you want to fight. No, no, no. Because it's not really a fight you can necessarily win. No, they're a behemoth. They they shape opinion there a lot. So if, if Billy says that Lane's not on the list, my, t- my, my belief is that Lane is very likely not on the list. So... Bef- and, and let's be real. Does, does Lane Kiffin fit Texas A and M? No. I mean, can you imagine Lane? It's Kiffin- all like Auburn. They require that shit. Like it's yeah. it's Lane's Lane's it's Lane Lane's going to make fun of all that stuff. Literally had. I mean, unless you believe that Juice the dog himself did the tweet, made fun of the guy cheerleader thing. Mm-hmm. Now maybe it was possible that a Labrador Retriever. Tweeted that out. Found a way without thumbs to make that happen. At this point, I rule rule nothing completely out. But Lane Lane has documented himself that sometimes Juice tweets are things that Lane can't tweet. Yes. He has said that. So I'm I'm going to take a stab here and and think that Lane was likely somewhat behind Juice's tweet about the guy cheerleaders. Yeah. Juice's Juice's account, I'm sure, is on Lane's (laughs) iPhone. I've got a feeling. (laughs) Can't wait till he messes up and does the wrong one, but sure. <laughs> just, just saying. But so, I, I, I don't. I can tell you that there I mean, were, the photo ops with Revely and Juice together. I mean, oh god. I mean, come on, Lane getting off. Come the, on, getting off the jet, with, greeted he, by he, the. He would never be able to keep a straight face getting off the jet, walking through the North Korean band playing with, with Juice out in front of him. No way. 
No chance. There's look. I've said this. Chase and I talked about this yesterday. People do the Kiffin thing all the time. So I'll I'll do this about Kiffin real quick. I'm not one of these people that thinks, oh, Lane's staying at Ole Miss forever. He might. I don't know. There are jobs that I think Lane would leave for. Sure. But it's the the Venn diagram of jobs Lane would leave for, jobs Lane fits, and jobs that would pay Lane the kind of money that he would that it would take to get him to go. I just want Lane. It's a pretty yeah yeah. It's a pretty small thing. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I think Miami would be a threat if Miami opened up and they went after him. I think it's a real threat. There are a handful of SEC jobs: LSU, Alabama, Georgia, maybe even Tennessee. As crazy as that would be. Those would all be threats. I think Oregon's a threat, other than the fact they play in the Big Ten where it's going to be cold as hell. Yeah. But Oregon makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when people say, if in, in the world where Lanning left, Kiffin would be near the top of Oregon's list, I completely buy it. 100%. Makes sense. Does, he, does that mean he would take it? No. But I do think, yeah. I, I do think Lane Kiffin. That logically, I can make that fit. I do think he would listen to Oregon. As would ninety some odd percent of the coaches in the country. Yeah, hey, that's a good point, Ben. Yeah, Bjork. Hey, Lane. We don't say hey. We say howdy. I'm gonna need you to do that every time around no. here when you walk in the room. It's not gonna work. I'm gonna need you to say howdy. Okay, this doesn't fit. But to me, you could you could envision Lane Kiffin at Oregon. Yeah, sure, sure, hundred percent. Yeah, flashy and stuff. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah it makes total sense. Um, you can't really envision him at Texas A and M. Frankly, I still think the NFL is as much of a threat as anything. All credit to uh, SEC Shorts this week. Their A&M Jimbo firing was brilliant was, this morning. It was really good. It was really good. It was really good. Uh, just fantastic all the way around. So, They've yeah, had a really good year. They have. If you if you haven't checked that out, give it three and a half minutes. It's worth, uh, <laughs> worth perusing this morning. <laughs> I laughed multiple times. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. We got everything. And I like what – I mean, they make fun of everybody. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, you're, 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 you're all game there. Well, I mean, a couple weeks ago when they had the whole Michigan thing and Missouri was the one that got put on probation was one of my favorite things they've done in like in, in weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Lanning. Uh, he was asked about it as expected again. We went over that yesterday. Because, look, he's been the one name that has popped up the most for weeks now, even thinking this was a possibility that mm-hmm. Jimbo would be fired. His quote, I think I've been really, really clear here since day one. Everything I want exists right here. I'm not going anywhere. There's zero chance I would be coaching somewhere else. I've got unfinished business here. That was a lot I want to. There's a lot I want to accomplish here at Oregon. My number one priority is being elite here at Oregon. We have the resources, the tools. Anybody who can't understand why you would want to be here at this place doesn't know exactly what exists here. Um, goes on to say, a lot of coaches hang on those moments. They don't do anything or don't say anything. One because they don't want egg on their face when they decide to do something else. Two because they're connected, concerned about things that I'm not concerned about. Uh, like getting a better contract. I'm taken care of extremely well here at Oregon. I have the resources I need here at Oregon to be really, really well, really, really successful. I'm not motivated by a new contract. I'm motivated by winning. I'm motivated by being elite here, and our players deserve my complete focus. Our fans deserve the best product on the field. So it's outside noise. It doesn't matter before. doesn't matter now. I'll continue to say it until I'm blue in the face. I want to be here at Oregon. That hasn't changed. That won't change. I mean, that's as emphatic as you're going to ever hear a coach say it. Well, he didn't come out and specifically say that he does not want to be the head coach at Texas A&M. So, I'm kidding. Yes, that's true. No, it's pretty emphatic. Again, you can be... Te- now, I, the, my only semantics to this entire thing, and again, Landing was trying to convey that he's not going anywhere. There's zero chance I would be coaching somewhere else. 
What does that mean? I have no idea. You know what I mean, though? That doesn't actually say you're not going to be coaching something. That, I'm one of the I'm people not. that does not hold this stuff against coaches. It, it, it's, it's, it's an impossible thing. I mean, I try to put myself in their shoes, right? So let's say that I had a job offer out there that I couldn't take until January. Okay? Yeah, sure. And I'm trying to do my job here as well as I can. Trying to thread the needle. And and suddenly someone starts asking me about it all the time. People call in and go, hey, I've heard that you might be going to uscfootball.com. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. But the deal's not done. And I don't know if it's going to get done. But it might get done. And I'm interested, but I haven't made up my mind yet. That's that's difficult. So now in real time, give an answer that fits all the yeah, criteria. Yeah, that covers, the, covers that ground. Because anything I say other than, no, I'm completely happy here and I never leave is not... Satisfactory. Or, well, I mean, it's, this isn't a good example because, I mean, nobody would care, right? I mean, there's nobody that's in the stream right now be like, oh, God, Neil's leaving. That's the end of the world. No, who gives a shit? Nobody cares. But in a world where you did care... Any answer other than, no, I'm perfectly happy here, I'd never leave, is not satisfactory. If I said, well, I mean, look, there's some things out there, and I'm looking at them, and you know, I'll make the decision at the appropriate time. As of right now, I'm here. Can't promise I'm going to be here. Don't know. It's a hard spot to put coaches in. I get it. We don't do that in any other field. We don't go to a, a guy at a Fortune 500 company and go, hey, I've heard you might be leaving General Mills to go to uh, Exxon. Yeah. True? Would you be interested in the uh, <laughs> CFO position at, at Exxon? Well, no, I'm perfectly happy here at General Mills. I didn't ask you that. I asked you, would you be interested in the We don't do that. We uh -huh. just do that to coaches. So yeah. they put them in a weird spot. It's a really weird place to be. It's like Kiffin's answer the other day, I'm not. I'm just not going there again. I thought it was perfectly good. Like, hey, last year this turned into a circus. Maybe it was my fault. Maybe it was your fault. Maybe it was all of our faults. But I'm not going there again. Did that say I'm staying at Ole Miss forever? No. But why would Lane say I'm staying at Ole Miss forever? He doesn't know what's coming down the road. He could think today that he's staying at Ole Miss forever, and then tomorrow he gets offered the Alabama job. So why say stuff like that? I, I actually kind of applauded the I'm not going down that road again. Yeah, he was trying to just go, hey, can we just not? Um, yeah, it's like, I'm not. Cool. I got no issue with that. I don't blame him because, again, we don't do this to anyone. Else. We don't do this to we don't, we don't do this to like high school teachers. Hey, you're teaching sophomore algebra at Oxford High School. I heard you might be leaving for Tupelo. Would you be interested in the opening at Tupelo? Well, I don't know. I mean, how'd you, you know, I mean, it's so stupid. And if they are lying, it ends up being all right. I mean, if Nick Saban's had one of the biggest yeah. false denials in history, and I think worked, he's doing all right. Worked out pretty well. Yeah. No one's holding it against him at this point. No, I mean, the man is making, I've heard, more than $40 million a year. Really? Yes. All in? All in, yeah. I mean, it's working out. For Whatever him. he's getting from the school, he's underpaid. Yeah. It's the flip side of that. what we are talking about yesterday is – 
almost every coach in the country is overpaid, and then you got like the couple who actually are worth the ridiculous amounts that they that they make. Um, it's just a very clear line, and it's a very small group on one side. I does that make Lanning's Lanning's name start dissipating in media circles? Maybe a little. Maybe that's the point to get the heat off for a little bit. I mean, look, if Oregon beats Washington, they're going to the playoff. Yeah. I mean, if you're Texas A&M, do you wait for Dan Lanning to finish coaching the playoff? Because if, if they win, he's coaching. If they win one game in the playoff, you're, 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 he's coaching in January. That's such a weird spot because in a perfect world, you need to coach by signing day. Yeah. Or before. I mean, I think that's But why. at the same time, do you not hire the right coach because of two weeks? I mean. I mean, I don't. I don't. I mean, Jeff Trailers. If I got the guy, I got the guy. Jeff Trailers will win away from coaching the Conference USA Championship game again. Chadwell Trailer, we're doing a Liberty thing. Is that who they're with play? I, I guess so. I don't know the conferences and conference. I mean, the divisions in Conference USA. Sorry. But I mean, I, th- I think they're a win away from playing in it. And he's not the type that's going to leave his team before the championship game. So you're going to have to at least wait for that weekend, which is the same weekend of the SEC championship game, like December the 2nd or 3rd or whatever the hell. And I'm, I, I didn't – Jared, I wasn't being literal. I just mentioned Alabama because it's one that – I agree he's not going to get the Alabama job when and if the Alabama job ever opens up. My lane. Yes, that was not the point. The point was why say something definitive when it could change. Look, people have to make decisions on this. Mississippi State made a decision. Now you got to go replace somebody. Arkansas is in the process of having to make a decision, and I think right now they're having some hesitancy because of that. They have that very – they still – they still battle. Look, let's be real. Arkansas is sort of where Ole Miss was in 2019, where you have a a very divided fan base. There were there were people that were very vocally anti Kiffin in late November of 2019. We can revise that history if you want to, but I remember it. You remember it. Mm-hmm. Where are you putting your money in the A and M search right now? Sure. If, I, if I give you a hundred bucks, who we're just where are you throwing it? Uh, I think it goes a little haywire, and they end up with Elko. If I just had to put a hundred, I'm, I'm again. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I, it's too early. Probably, I'd say you go from big splash to A and M guy. I guess just probably get him cheaper. At some point, that does matter, doesn't it? I mean, can you go pay eleven a million a year to somebody now? I mean, you can, well, sure. Be senseless and give them another hundred million dollar buyout and just do the whole thing over and over and over again. I'll be honest. I mean, what's what's Elko done that's so wild and impressive? Got to hire somebody. I mean, he won a couple of games at Duke. Cool. But that's kind of my point with all of them. I mean, I mean, if I'm hiring Jeff Trailer, I'm banking on that translating and his connections inside Texas really, really mattering. Well, he's super connected in Texas. Sure. Now. I mean, people do the Elko's done at Duke. What no one's done at Duke. Well, Steve Spurrier did it. David Cutcliffe did it. 
And Cutcliffe did go to an access bowl. He played Matt Johnny Manziel. I watched it. Yeah. That's what I mean. People, I mean, I'm not saying Mike Elko's not a great coach. Mm-hmm. Might end up being a great coach. But is that really changing the, is that really changing the, would Ross say they should be nationally relevant? Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Does Mike Elko make you more nationally relevant than Jimbo Fisher? Yeah. Well, I mean, winning games is what makes you nationally relevant, whatever that is or isn't. But it's I mean, if A&M doesn't. wants to make a splash where people are talking about them in the preseason. Dan, but that's kind of their problem. Dan Lanning goes a lot further than Mike Elko. Well, sure, but that's kind of their problem. Quit focusing on that. Go to win freaking football games. Oh, I'm, I'm with Winning you. Winning the press conference is not getting you anything. You won a hell of a press conference with Jimbo. I'm, I'm with you. You took the title, coach. But they care about being relevant, damn it. Yeah. It matters to them. Well, Relevance. It's possible they're focused on the wrong things despite their checkbook. Sure. Well, it's not possible. It's the truth. So whoever you pay, I mean, put this in perspective. Give me a number for Elko. What are you going to pay him a year? $7 million. All right. You're paying, I don't know. So you're paying $14 million for your head coach. Because you're paying Jimbo seven. Yeah. For the next eight years. Yeah. Or eight for seven, whatever the case may be. Yeah. There's a lot of cash. If you're going to pay that much, you better win. Because people are going to make fun of you. I mean, they, and they hate being made fun of. You're going to really be made fun of if you're paying $14 million a year for a head coach and you're going 7-5. and five. Yeah, Jimbo's contract is like 19 in the first 60. He's due $19 million by January the 11th. And another 20 or something in the next 60 days after that, in a, within 120 total days. And then it's 7 point something per year through 2031. <laughs> My man. Yeah, that's that's the contract. I think Jimbo's. You think he's even up yet? I think he's sleeping in. Oh no, he got up. He got coffee. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's no. to you, Jimbo. Yeah, you want to. You you want to. You, you want to be up for all this today. You're just hanging out. Hey. I mean, like, I bet his ring that he wears. You know, that yeah, tells yeah, him yeah. about his stress. I bet it's like you're very stress free right now. You should take a mental note as to what's happening. Why is today different? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, let me tell you, ring. I got no problems. Yeah. I have no stresses. Yeah. I'm going to go get a physical tomorrow just to make sure that part's good. If that is, hey, we're golden. Hey, it's all it's all good. Oh, yeah. If I'm Jimbo. You go get one of those $2,500 full body things that tells you anything that could go wrong. And then I hire a physical trainer. Yeah. I hire a really good trainer and go, hey, let's get in great shape here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's fix some inadequacies right now. It's just you and me. You focus on me. Yeah. I'll pay you well. Let's yeah. get this done. I can afford it. Oh, you can afford anything you want. Yeah. All right. You ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea. Go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Unlike any hard beverage you've had before, it's made with real brewed tea, flex flavorable punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation. Perfect balance. A taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. Don't settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching in a bar, hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your game day experiences. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. This show is also sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you look forward to the holidays? Maybe you struggle with seasonal blues. The holidays can be stressful, can conjure up some sadness. In other words, this time of year can be a lot. And it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life is 
can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I've benefited from therapy. It was a good work for me to talk through some feelings with the professional, walk away with a new perspective. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-P-W. We are also brought to you by Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy welcomes you to the winter sales event of 2023. Buy more, save more. The more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and don't forget a little something for you. Get 25% off any order. 30% off any order of $120 or more, or 40% off any order of $240 or more. Visit deadsoxy.com. Use the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout to take advantage of this holiday sale. Um, I'll have a post-game column to you on uh, Saturday. It's probably going to get written on Thursday. It's uh, brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com or 662-567-2573. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? These are just some of the questions that uh, can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Seagull with Seagull Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We'll have a uh, hand-raised guys late Thursday afternoon. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services if you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. And we're brought to you by A-Stock. It's a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. All items start at $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D, or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville as well as Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Podcast also brought to you by Heavenly Sunshine. It's time to get those Christmas lights up if you haven't already. Frankly, you might already be behind, but they can help you out with that. They're beautiful, but they're a lot of work. So let them take care of the hassle and do the work for you with their full-service installation plan. They'll install, take down, and store the lights. Commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. Heaven Sunshine has been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for over four decades. Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. HeavenlySunshine.com, 662-342-1203 to book your estimate. Do you uh, see that I tweeted yesterday of Tunzel's first step off the line of scrimmage? I did. I did. 
I mean, that was like if if you're a football guy, you had to take a second right there. I mean, it it looked like he was off sides because he was moved faster than the center actually got the ball to the to the quarterback, and moved a lot faster than a left guard who's one of the better left guards in yeah. professional football. Yeah, I was just kind of glancing, and Larry me himself had retweeted it, and I went, "Oh, that yeah, that looked different." Not everybody does that. I mean. Again, the reminder there. I know we're a Tunzel fan account. I understand that. But the reminder okay. there for the for the context is that the left guard is an NFL player. <laughs> they don't just hand out NFL jobs. It's not like he's the left guard at Sam Houston. Yeah. No, he's he's playing in the National Football League as a starter. Rival's biggest error, frankly, because you can still go watch the film, is Tunzel being ranked like 13th in that class or whatever it is. Yes. He was the lowest ranked of those three players that Ole Miss signed in that 13 class. Yes. I mean. Would have been a really good story back in the day, like 10 years ago, to go around and just interview the defensive ends that he faced in high school games. Go, hey, what was the plan on Friday night? What'd you, what was the goal there? What were you doing? You probably do that. Hey, with can you just push me down? Don't fall on me. Probably we'll, could do this with NFL defensive ends. Well, I mean, Alabama did quit that day. Just went the hell with it. We'll try a different plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't gonna we're going to stand up and try to beat it down instead of rushing over him. And yeah, so credit to Saban though. Most coaches go, "No, oh, by God, we're going to rush and we're going to rush and we're going to rush." Oh, okay, I mean, I've said this a million times. The, the 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 key attribute that Nick Saban has is is his ability, his ability to adapt. Yeah. Instead, he went, "Hey, that's not working." So let's try something different. I think it was like Deshaun Hand or somebody, and it was like. Yeah, if you he dominates it, NFL defensive ends. Yeah, okay. if you haven't seen it, he's he he moves much faster than the guard and the tight end off the line of scrimmage as the ball is snapped. It's kind of from behind up top, and he completely negated Trey Hendrickson on Saturday Sunday. Trey, who damn good pass. And Trey Hendrickson is a very good National Football League player. Again, they don't just hand those starting assignments out in the NFL. You have to earn them. You typically are very good if you start in the NFL. It's what has made me. I mean, I know you got a Stroud thing going. It's what's oh. made me so interested in the Texans that I just I'm I want Larry me to play for a winner, like just win some. Well, he's he's there. Yeah, he's had such a weird career for teams sucking. They don't suck. They don't suck. No, it's kind of invigorates you and be kind of. I mean, I'm more trying, fun to come to the yard. I'm really to the point now where I'm trying to decide which color jersey I want of Stroud's. Oh, really? I think I like their white jersey the most. I'm not as crazy about their navy blue. But I, I love their white jersey. It's a good look. Sam, I'm not a Texans fan, so I don't think I can buy a Stroud jersey. I could get a Tunzel jersey. I'd be fine with that. But I don't. Well, I'm not a know. Texans fan either, but. You're starting to rotate. You're, you're, you are more interested in the Texans today than you are the Cincinnati Bengals. On Sunday, as the, as the, as the Texans were driving down the field, I was like, this kid's amazing. I wasn't even thinking about this sucks for my Bengals. He's completely forgot Joe Burrow. Doesn't even exist anymore. Burrow is so far down, and he N- N- Neil is this version of the guy from Philly that called in and went. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback of all time. That is that that is what's happened here. Oh, they're getting new jerseys next year. Luker says, "Okay, thanks for I appreciate, oh, the Texans." Appreciate the input there. See, that's good. Oh, okay. Right now, I don't need to be spending money on jerseys because I've made a bit of a promise, and if something happens, it's going to be an expensive jersey order. Because you said you're buying four, three or four of them. I said I would buy three right away, and I would buy the first holiday one that came up, like Veterans Day or Memorial Day or whatever, Fourth of July jersey, whatever yeah, sure. the case may be. Okay. So three plus a gimmick. 
at the time I was being kind of funny, but I'm not getting my hopes up. You feel like you have to do it though to not mess up sports karma. Oh yeah, for sure. You can't back out on that. Oh bet. no, 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 no. If it happens, <laughs> if it happens, I'm ordering it that day. <laughs> you don't toy with the gods like that. No, no, no. Because no. then he'd break his leg on the first swing. We gave you, and now you didn't. Mm-mm. You didn't pay your debt. You didn't. No, you don't. You didn't fill the coffers. You don't make a promise like that to the sports gods and then don't deliver. <laughs> they will f you. You up. don't play that game. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I mean, somebody put on Twitter. It was one of the, I think it was Michael Sarami is a big Cubs account. Make your pledge now. What you would do if the Cubs yeah, yeah, signed yeah. Shohei Otani? And so I answered, "Here's what I would do: buy all the jerseys." I said I would buy the the pinstripe, the gray road, the blue alternate, and one of the gimmicky ones when it comes out. Yeah, sure. I mean, you can't buy the gimmicky one until the gimmicky one comes out. Sure. You can't back off that pledge. Wayne Kiffin did speak to the media yesterday. It was a pretty boring press conference, but I thought he had two things that were interesting. You pointed out one, what he said, what he meant, and stuff at rebelgrove.com. One of them was that, to all his credit, we didn't do the, hey, you know, I tell you, ULM's got a lot of speed and talent out there and really got a, we got, got a tough week ahead of us, got to focus, because that's what everybody does. Yep. Everybody does the, hey, you know, I'll tell you. Terry's a hell of a coach. We got to get ready. I mean, we, we can't look to state. We got, we got ULM this week. Wayne didn't spend one second on playing that charade on Saturday at all. It was, hey, we got to move past Georgia. Okay, cool, sweet. Really thankful that we play ULM at 11 and not Arkansas at 630 at night. A little inside info here that I've heard. I don't know this to be true, but I've heard that he was so upset about the turnaround last year. Because if you remember, that game started at 630. It was an SEC Network game. It was against a conference opponent. Um, in Northwest Arkansas, they didn't get back to Oxford till three or four in the morning, and then you play again on Thursday. Meanwhile, Mississippi State last year played an eleven a.m. home game against like East Tennessee State or something. I think that is correct. Yeah, if it wasn't them, it was someone like yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Shoot me. Um, and Lane viewed it as a competitive disadvantage to the point that I think it was like, hey, look, like I, I think. In hindsight, this 11 a.m. time for ULM was predetermined a long time ago. Things get things get negotiated. I need a crap game that week, and I need it early in the day. Yeah, because he said that they will begin their Mississippi State prep as a Later coaching that staff day. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't get five days. Not having to fly back. I mean, they had to leave. They pulled out of Fayetteville. They had to drive to that airport, which is about twenty minutes away. Change planes, fly to. They weren't on the. They weren't on a plane until at least eleven thirty. Flew, I think, to Tupelo. Landed. Get on a bus. Come on, that's a lot now. And then they, on top of that, and some of this is his fault. It was. He left guys in way too long. They ninety eight or ninety six. Ninety six, I believe. Offensive snaps. <laughs> I mean, dude. I mean that that was basically two games. That was his mistake. Yeah, but. So he gets that. He did that. And then the one you pointed out, he was asked, I'm assuming Eckert was writing a coach's son's story to try to connect ULM to Ole Miss in some way. He was, which because, is very creative on his part. Because he asked about Terry Bow. He, he talked to Terry Bowden earlier in the day and referenced that with Lane and said, hey, you know, growing up as a coach's son, all that stuff. And Lane was very honest about, hey, I get that 
my last name had certainly helped me early in my career or to whatever point get opportunities that would not have been there otherwise. And that's just life and true and credit for acknowledging that. So he's appreciative of, appreciative of that. And then was asked similarities, differences in Monty, who's known as, who was known as a hard nosed coach, but pretty beloved everywhere he went. Talked about very beloved. Talked about that still that morning he had texted with Sap and Derek Brooks couple of his big-time Bucks guys from back in the day and the, the the affinity and the love they have for Monty. And he talks about some schematic stuff. And then he closed with what you mentioned, which was he's left a legacy and touched a lot of people. So I really try to work on that, and I've got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And what he means by that is connecting with people, the personal side of the business. Yeah. The human side of the business, frankly. The, the part that he's just not. He's not comfortable with. Com- like, yeah, that's yeah. the best word. Just does not, trying. It doesn't just, come natural to no, him. No, he's got to work all. at it. I thought, well. Because I think what comes natural to him is just to be in his own little bubble. And you don't connect with people that way, which is the odd part of it, but not odd. It's just different. People are different. Like the part that's the part that Chris does well, his brother. His, Chris is very beloved by players, mm-hmm. great at connecting with them. I mean, yeah, Monty was a hard ass as a coach, but off the field developed relationships with those guys that continue today. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. Give it a try because, look, my diet's not perfect. Not always getting all the vitamins, nutrients, minerals that I need every day. And AG1 can help in that. Makes me feel better, like I'm doing something great for my body as well because it empowers the gut for whole body health. It's much more than just a greens power. Powder. It's all of your key health products in one, covering my nutritional basis for my day. Literally couldn't be any easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water, drink it first thing in the morning, done. Right there, I break my uh, kind of my fast overnight with AG1. It's a great routine and gets me on with my day. I also like that it costs less than three hours a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's an effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. It's a win-win. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, give Athletic Greens. They're giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com mpw. That's athleticgreens.com mpw. Check it out. And so I thought it was interesting for him to say, it's something I've got. I've, I've got to work on. It's something that I'm working on. It's I have a long way to go. That was a level of self reflection that I don't know that we got out of Lane Kiffin three years ago. Well, and we're getting it every week. We're getting mm-hmm. him last week going, "Hey, I, I'm too tight on Alabama. I can't do that. I've got to change. My team was playing weirdly because I was acting weirdly." Mm-hmm. And then you get this. I mean, they, it's been too, he's on always honest, but he is internally honest more the last few weeks than we have ever seen him. Shown a lot of growth, putting it out there publicly. I mean, I hope that because you get so much crap in press conferences. We ask for real quotes and real answers and all those things. I mean, I hope you guys as fans actually get that. That hey, no, you're seeing something that you typically don't see out of anybody, and even you did not see out of Lane. I mean, even he's not shy on guys who have been uh, completely ousted from the doghouse, throwing <laughs> them under the bus too. By the way, uh, yesterday, Sakari Franklin. Um, I somebody asked. Uh, he did not make the trip, and Lane goes, "Oh no, he made the trip. He chose not to play." So you have to ask him what the deal is the rest of the season. Um, no, oh, it was odd. No hedging bets there. What was interesting is, I thought it was Friday, but maybe it was Saturday. The days go together. 
It was Friday, I think. But I was told that he has been dismissed. Yeah. Which was the interesting part if he made the trip. So, based on that answer, I think you've seen him play for the last time. It would it would shock me. Of note, Zachary Franklin has played four games this season. So he's trying to save a redshirt year. If he takes another snap, he know he loses the year of eligibility. He played sixty snaps against Alabama. Uh, 23 snaps against LSU, 49 snaps against Auburn, and six snaps against Texas A&M. That is his season. Well, look, when you go as heavy in the portal as Ole Miss has gone, it's like recruiting high school guys. You're not going to hit 100%. Ole Miss has done remarkably well. I was counting this up. On the two deep that they issue each week, they being Ole Miss, 28 of the guys on the two deep are portal guys. That's an incredible success rate. It's like of the 32 portal guys on the, on the program, 28 are on the two deep. It's a, it's a hell of an accomplishment. You're going to have misses. You're, you're not going to hit 100%. And when you go that heavy, some of the misses are going to be high profile. And what he's done a good, such a good job of across the board is when those misses happen and they're affecting things locker room-wise, they're getting rid of them. Yes. They're excommunicating those guys. Well, they learned that lesson a year ago. Yeah. You, the locker room can't be divisive. When there's adversity, things will go south. So they've, they have another bit of self-growth. Yeah. It didn't work. Okay, cut bait. Peace. Yeah. I have no idea what happens from an NIL standpoint. I assume you stop getting paid at that point, but you obviously keep any money that has been given to you at that point. I know that was the case with Chris Marshall. Went Ole Miss. So. Get rid of him. Yeah, it's, it's just, again, it's just never going to be 100% efficient. It's the part of building through the portal that is interesting. It's still, if people always ask me, if you could have one conversation with Kiffin, what would it be about? And I'm like, well, you mean about football? And if it's like, yeah, it's about football, it would be about roster building. It's the thing I find most interesting. I'd love to know his truest thoughts. Like, do you, I'd love to be able to talk to him about, do you believe this now that you've done it for a while? And I think he's done it because he thought it was necessary. Mm -hmm. I struggle with that word. Um, But I wonder whether he views this as the, as, as a sustainable model as the portal gets more expensive and more expensive. I wonder if he views this as sustainable when like, let's, let's take Ole Miss this year. I think it's, it's well-documented. I wrote this on Friday that there are a lot of guys that still have a year of eligibility left because of COVID that he would like for them to stay. Watkins, priest corn. And these are guys for the most part who could transfer again or could go pro, Right. So you're going to have to pay them to stay. Um, how much does that cost? And then you're going to go into the portal to try to meet some immediate needs. Well, those are if, if you're going to get impactful players out of the portal, it's going to be very expensive. Mm-hmm. And then you want to start building high school wires and four and five star players which are the kind of players that he wants to sign. I mean, I think you can, it's very obvious when you listen to him talk about the Georgia game, 
And he says, Hey, this was about players. This was about recruiting. This was, this is, we have to recruit better. That's not him saying we have to recruit harder. That's not him saying we have to recruit more efficiently. No, it's him saying we have to recruit better, meaning we have to recruit more better players. And those players are expensive. So where do, how do you allocate your funds? How do you get that done? Is the way you're doing it now a sustainable model in your opinion? I'd love to know that. And my, my guess is that if we actually had that conversation, and we won't, but if we did, my guess is that there would be a lot of unknowns. It would be more theoretical than it would be literal. Barring some catastrophe next week in Starkville, they're going 10-2 and two with essentially three wide receivers the entire season, two of the three being banged up, and a mess at tight end through the season. Yeah. So if, it's if phenomenal. I, it, it's, it's an amazing accomplishment. Harris was hurt. Watkins was hurt. Frankly, any vote for SEC Coach of the Year that doesn't go to either Lane Kiffin or uh, Eliah Drinkwitz, yeah. you'll have to explain it to me. Yeah. You can defend either one of those, assuming they both go 10-2. I'm, I'm all in on Kiffin. I'm all in on Drinkwitz. If you vote for Drinkwitz, I'm cool. Let's, I, I get it. 100%. 100%. 10-2 at Missouri? Yeah, sure. 100%. Sign me up. Um, My top three would be Drinkwitz and Kiffin in whatever order, one, two, and Saban at three. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Um, what I was going to say, though, was I'd love to know when they go back and kind of do the analysis, the self-analysis, do they look back and go, boy, we this could have easily been 8-4, and four, this could have easily been 7-5, and five, or do they look at it and say, no, we, we, we sort of hit where we thought. Yeah. Because you have a lot of one-score games that you won. You have two games where the ball is in the air on the final play of the game, and you won them both. Now, one of those, the ball would have only forced overtime, but one of them would have been an L. You wonder, do you look at those and go, okay, well, we probably came out on the beneficial side of luck? I don't know. I'd love but to- in truth, Serum, if you kill Lane Kiffin, hey, going into the season, hey, you're going nine and three, he just said, okay. Yeah, I think so. Probably would have said, okay. I, yeah, I would I'll think, take it. I think so. Mm-hmm. Which would love to eat. You could ask that. He might actually give you an answer. If before the season, the football gods had come to you and said, eight and four, do you, will you take it? I wonder whether he would have said, I'd think about it. Yeah, probably not. But if I'd say, okay, what about nine and three? Mm-hmm. Have to give that some real thought, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if you offered him 10 and two, he would have just gone, sign me up. But I guess my point in saying that a second ago is that had we told all you guys going to think, hey, look, this old Miss team, Prescorn's going to miss a lot, several games with an injury. Watkins is going to break a hand. Harris is going to get banged up, and you're getting nothing out of Chris Marshall or, Z- or Zachary Franklin. Cool? How's it going to go? Oh, my God. You got nobody to catch the football. Screwed. No, they've made it work. Dayton Wade has been worth every dollar that you might have possibly gotten into some transfer from Western Dam, Kentucky. Well, and Good Day- God. Dayton Wade, to me, is, is where I give them a ton of credit. Like, right? You got this guy that was a walk-on from Western Kentucky who could have gone anywhere. He came to Ole Miss, and you maximized him in a way that is really admirable to the point that he's a very valuable player on your team. I, you have to give Derek Nix a lot of credit for that. You have to give Lane Kiffin a lot of credit for that. You have to give just program-wide. You have to give Dayton a lot of credit, too. He's an incredibly positive, hardworking kid. But, wow, that's the kind of stuff that 
Like, I wonder if they look at that. This, this is the kind of this is the conversation I would find interesting. Is that sustainable time over time, or is that a one-off? Mm-hmm. You know, they've identified guys that are hardworking kids. Yeah, sure. Jordan Watkins, Caden Priestcorn, Chance Campbell. Uh, you know, Tony Brown. Yeah, sure. Troy. Troy Brown. Sure. They've been able to do that. That's that's to their credit. And I think now they're 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 Trey Harris. Melissa Bentley. Give him a hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they look at that now and go, this is part of the formula. I think they do think they have discovered some degree of secret sauce. Yeah. But how sustainable is it? Because, look, when you win, the NFL is a copycat league. So is college football. So people are going to try to emulate your model. It's not – you should be flattered. But the problem is the more people that try to emulate your model, the harder it is to continue your model because it, it gets – Did we get really lucky and fortunate or are, 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 we, are we relatively the patriots on understanding roles inside organizations? Yes, 100%. What are you at that point? And maybe a combination of both. Yeah, sure. Promshrimp, promshrimp.com, seven different flavors available for you, everything from your favorites, New Orleans-style barbecue, the signature. It's a great all-purpose flavor that you uh, can use in salads, great for lunch, protein snacks, or at dinner. When the kids are busy, got a lot going on, let Prime Shrimp help. They deliver directly to your door. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate, and you get five pouches or more, 25% off. That's 25% off with Prime Shrimp and code RG, primeshrimp.com. Laughing at the uh, the thread. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I was kind of following that, too. Uh, <laughs> can't have it both ways. Um the college corner is in Oxford now. If you're coming up this weekend for the uh, the Tad Pad game, the ULM game, um, stop by the college corner right off of uh, Sisk Avenue in the Oxford Commons. More than 4,000 square feet of the very best Rebel gear. Also two locations in the Jackson area. And you can uh, check them out at collegecornerstore.com as well. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle home to the uh, Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. Get in touch with them. They'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Um, all you got to do is just get in touch with them on the, on the net, mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. It's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you options that you're not going to find on your own. It's 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party, your company dinner, your festive party event. Uh, great food, great craft libations. They can accommodate up to 200 guests. Opa's just a uh, it's a perfect place for a uh, holiday get-together company or otherwise so get in touch with genie 601-421-7147 we'll have picks on thursday they're brought to you by service specialist staffing and recruiting agency listen if your company is looking to hire quality hard to find talent service specialists can help Uh, keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if they decide to hire a candidate that you send so you've got nothing to lose give will sydney or kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website Service Specialist LTD.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state of the art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long lasting smile from routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign. Corinth Dental is 
here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today and take the final step, the first step, I should say, toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. And we've got what he said, what he meant up at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by myperfectfranchise.net. Um, Andy Ludicky can help you if you are uh, looking to uh, diversify your portfolio. If you're thinking about taking your career and putting it in your own hands, he can help you. Just get in touch with him uh, at myperfectfranchise.net or Andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Trips to the grocery store, skip, skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Everyone wants to cut back on errands and spending time in checkout lines this time of year. So skip that extra grocery store trip. Instead, get fresh ingredients and delicious recipes delivered with HelloFresh. Pick your meals, decide on delivery date, and sit back. Just like always, their ingredients travel from the farm to your door. So you know they're fresh and everything arrives pre-portioned so you can get right down to cooking quickly. It's a great way to cook. It's easy. I've done it for a really long time using HelloFresh to uh, take care of things at night. Again, as we mentioned multiple times in the podcast, things get busy. Don't have a ton of time. HelloFresh can help you in all those different ways. So go to HelloFresh.com slash MPWFree. That's M-P-W-F-R-E-E. Use that code MPWFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box. While the subscription is active, that's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MPWFree with code MPWFree. Podcast also brought to you by the Omens Athletics Foundation. It's getting close to the end of 2023. For you to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the Omens Athletics Foundation, and they will walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both initiatives give you tax-deductible ways to support the Champions Now campaign or if you're working on estate planning, call the Ole Athletics Foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. That information and more, 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. <clears throat> I was just kind of scanning back there when we were reading ads, and we only have two autographed helmets in the place. One of them is the current Auburn coach when he was somewhere else, and one of them might be the next Mississippi State coach sitting behind us. Oh, you think Willie Fritz is a candidate state? I mean, why not? As likely as anything else, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. I tell you what, I don't know that I realized, because I know it was an abomination and he was running the program in the ground in a lot of ways that final season at Florida, but Dan went to an access bowl all three years that he finished with the Gators. It wasn't like that was a complete catastrophe in all in all ways. Now, it got to be managerial, mm-hmm. but on the field, they were, they were all right. He won the East in 2020. I'm Dan. I just have to decide, do I think I could even come close oh, to doing that? I, I don't take it. That's, I don't think I do either. I don't think I can replicate that the same way. Mm-mm. I'm not the same guy. I'm probably a little worse. Different era. Different era. It's harder. And Ole Miss isn't being run by Houston Nutt. No, which allowed him to get that footing. Big time. Because you know, they, they didn't recruit very hard. Mike Leach in year one went four and seven. Joe Moorhead won both years okay, kept the bowl streak alive. Dan Mullen had a losing record his first year in 2009. Now, but he beat Ole Miss in that game and kept Ole Miss from playing Penn State in the Citrus Bowl and all that. Mm-hmm. But they had patience is my point. Yeah. And now zero. Well, they don't appear to have any. Now, I'm sure there's more behind the scenes. Selman basically came out yesterday and said that the program was simply not being managed in a way that he thought was sustainable and you don't wait when that's the case. It's fair. That you can't get it, let it get worse before you make a change. That's more than fair. 
What's the reason to do it if that is the case? You know, that's why I thought Lane's answer was really interesting on how how are there even expectations though ten games into a season when you're changing everything and you were hired late. No, look, it's not. I mean, I don't blame Zach Garnett. I blame State. They made an emotional decision. We did hit, our, hit all of our bingo yesterday. We got Greg Knox saying it's time to go win a state championship. I knew that was coming. Uh, I was waiting on that line. We got that from Knox yesterday. God. Southern Miss this week. Ole Miss next week. Just got to win a state title. Good Lord. Go Bulldogs. I mean, if I were a fan, that would piss me off. <laughs> would it? It really would. <laughs> God. I mean, if the Cubs were to say, you know, we don't really care about winning big. Hey, we, we're better than the Cardinals this year. I would I would throw things. <laughs> I would be so angry. <laughs> well, we finished second. Cardinals finished fourth. There you have it. I give up. The hell with all of you. I think it's the Cardinals were third, but regardless. They finished third? It was Brewers, Cubs, Cardinals. Reds really fell off. Maybe the Reds finished ahead of the Cardinals. Okay. I don't remember. Whatever. doesn't matter. The goal should be to win. So you didn't catch any of the NFL game last night, huh? I didn't. Uh, I, I, I watched I watched like one series of Buffalo. They actually scored. I watched the Manning cast for a minute. And then I just I had one of those nights where there's been a lot of sports on in our house because – Carson comes downstairs and Solar will turn on the NBA and so that he'll hang out. But he was upstairs and I was like, you know what? She doesn't, she's a, she has no interest in Buffalo and who was Buffalo? Denver. We turned it to something else. Okay. So and then I never came back. The, I didn't watch a lot of the game, but the funniest part of it was, and look, I'm sure there were Bill's message boards on fire. We know that fan base and it's very, very active and all that stuff. But this might have been the epitome of a great college loss if it plays out the exact same way where a message board just takes off and combusts and goes up into the ether all at once. So, Bills are up a point. This is Buffalo that had huge expectations. They're they're at 500 now after the loss last night. I think they're yeah. 5 and 5. It's not going well. They had some injuries. You could you kind of could see this coming, frankly. Their I window think. started to close. Yeah. It got a little funny. And they're so they're they're up one. Russell Wilson drives the Broncos into Bills territory. He's got third and 10 from the Buffalo 45. It's an incomplete pass. I think they've stopped it, going to fourth down, whatever. No, 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 no. Defensive pass interference. So it moves it up 28 yards. Okay. So you think the game's over. They're in field goal range. Okay. Instead of even trying to get closer, Denver takes three knees to set up a 41-yard field goal. It's in the NFL. That's Yeah, but still. But didn't do anything. Just took three knees. Just down, 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 down. Okay. Will Lutz comes out. I've seen Will Lutz kick a lot of kicks over the course of my my life. They get him on the right the right hash mark. It's where he wants to be. Set up for his kick, and he pushes it wide right. Misses Buffalo celebrating. Bzz, flag falls. Twelve men on the field for the Bills. Ooh. Twelve men on the field on the kick oh. on the defense. So that's five yards. They move him up to thirty six, and he, I mean, would have split a damn two lane highway right down the middle. And yeah, you're not gonna get NFL kickers to miss twice. No, 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 no. 
Denver wins on the last play to drop Buffalo to five and five. Denver wow. suddenly four and five. I mean, as much as we want to make fun of him, he is a hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. He's really good. Point being, though, the special teams coach would be fired this morning. Probably will if be. If this is Auburn, Georgia. Oh, you're having a – I mean – The guy in Buffalo is not feeling great this morning. Well, that's a good point. Denver didn't actively – Who was the 12th man? I mean, they had, they just screwed up. They had 11 men across the line of scrimmage and one in the middle. It wasn't like somebody was trying to get off the field. They just had 12 men in the formation. Did they have any timeouts left? I don't know the answer to that. But what happened, Denver was out of timeouts. So once they took that third knee, they were having to race Lutz out and just get set up for the kick. And I think in that hysteria, Buffalo got confused. Like, Denver was running like a – fire drill and i think buffalo was really not sure who was supposed to be on the field oh. at that point <sighs> tough day because yeah it's 11 right across the line of scrimmage and then 12 the 12th guy just stand, the guy stands in the middle and waves his arms and kind of yells gonna be a tough day gonna be a tough day not good back at orchard park gonna be a tough it? day in orchard park that meeting's not going well this morning so let's recap how'd, how'd that happen what do we do mm, gonna be a little more a little more vitriolic than that <laughs> Take me through this, if you would, please. The Manning cast is pretty fun with it because everybody's sort of in shock. Like, Peyton doesn't even talk for 20 seconds. He's kind of looking wow. like, huh. And Eli's like, you're not celebrating? And he's like, it just feels like we lost. Like, I don't like it. That's Peyton used we a few times. Yeah. Denver. Okay. He claims them both. Yeah. He can claim them both. You want a title, you can claim that franchise no matter what. I think so. At that point. I, I think that's the rule. I think I, I, I got no issues with that. I agree. It's all good. Did you hear anything on State's job yesterday? Anything at all? Uh, not really. I actually heard more about Arkansas than I did State's. Would Fritz be a candidate there? At State? No, at Arkansas. Uh, I don't know. I don't. If you made me bet today, I'd bet Pittman gets another year. Oh. By default. Why? Because they are where Ole Miss was in 2019. This is this is where Arkansas is today. They're stale. Um, they are resistant to change. Remember game day at Ole Miss in 2019? Go back and think about it for a minute. You with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Go back. Ole Miss 2019. Pretty boring. Remember how boring game day was? Mm-hmm. Kind of everything they tried was just, well, we, we do it this way because we've always done it this way. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about coaching slogans and stuff. I'm talking about program, game day, the whole experiment, the atmosphere. No matter what they tried, it just it was didn't. just kind of stale. Yeah. And so they've got they're there. They are precisely where Ole Miss was in twenty nineteen. Party tents in the northern zone. Not that bad, but yeah. yeah. And You've got a group of alums that are willing to pay off the contract, but only if they get their guy. Sound familiar? And the guy they want, because he's always been their vision, is Gus Malzahn. And Gus doesn't want the job. And then there are other people at Arkansas that don't want Gus, that view that as, what are we doing? And so you have paralysis by analysis. Now, look, 
they could lose to FIU Saturday. And what's going to happen to them on Saturday that's going to change the calculus is they're going to play a game in that stadium. And if you've been there, it's a beautiful stadium. They've done a great job renovating it. They get big crowds. They had 72,000 for Auburn. There's not going to be anybody there. They're not going to go. And so when you only have 30-something thousand people in the stands, the truth is Hunter Juracek and the people that make decisions there are going to have to look around and do the thing that, frankly, Ole Miss had to do in 2019. 2017, when you looked around, I went, this, does this work? Can we run this back? And the answer is no. Because the answer is if you run it back another year and you take a step back, you just wasted time. And in this environment, you just made it harder for the next guy, whoever the next guy is. But they've not acted yet, and they lost, but they lose 38 points to Auburn at home? Yeah. 48-10, I think. Something like that. You know, I mean, one of those losses, and look, I was there for the Mississippi State game where the boos were coming out third, really? third quarter. Oh, third quarter. But at some yeah, yeah. At some point you've got to shake it up. And I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna let him hire another offensive coordinator? I mean his defensive coordinator has done a pretty good job until Saturday. What do you do? You I, to me it's pretty obvious. Now a lot of people made a big deal out of the the whole Polar Express thing. The true story on that's like, oh, that was it. And like Sam Pittman said, the fact that some walk on in the walk on auxiliary locker room turned on a TV and it happened to be on Polar Express. And someone with the camera took a picture of it. He goes, that's not the reason we got our butts kicked. Yeah, sure. And he's right. That's much ado about nothing. Mm -hmm. That wasn't in the main locker room. There were no coaches in there. None of those guys were playing. It was just a thing that happened. They were being rewarded for practicing by being, say, hey, you can dress and run through the A or whatever. Right? No big deal. It, again, that's where our media people make a big deal out of something that in hindsight is not a big deal. Nobody who played in that game had any awareness that that was going on in an auxiliary locker room 100 feet away. But the things that pop up when you lose. When you lose, everything gets magnified. Yeah, that's the, the And thing. so, you know. Speaking of. I'll be curious to see what happens there over the next two weeks if they – if there's nobody there for FIU and there's not much there for Missouri the day after Thanksgiving and they get and they lose again. You go one and seven in the league. I just, it's hard to justify rolling that back for a fifth season. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, uh, Barry Odom's done a hell of a job at UNLV this year. He has. He's been really good there. He has. So. His name popped up at Mississippi State. I, I could see that. That, that. that would make some sense to me, honestly. Um, I know someone who knows him who's – concerned that he would take it because they dead end job i mean look that's the way that job's viewed Mm -hmm. the the problem with these jobs is like mississippi state how do you change the view how do you change the view of that job right now which is dead end job how do you make that job more viable and then for arkansas their problem is that there's a very clear thing that they must address and doing it's hard because it requires that thing that we talked about. It requires reflection. Yeah. Alabama had to do it. A&M's in the process of figuring out whether they can do it. Texas is trying. And Ole Miss had to do it in 2019. Yeah. I mean, look, Keith, 
Keith had a hard decision to make in November of 2019. It wasn't that long ago. It's why I always kind of push back when people make fun. I'm like, hey, you were just there. Mm-hmm. But you had bold leadership. And he had just been hired. Yeah. Just got the gig. You had bold leadership. I mean, Keith Carter deserves a ton of credit because he stood up to a lot of people and it would have been really easy, frankly, a lot easier to just go, all right, you know what? Okay. I'm going to hire your guy. He could have pushed Drinkwitz through. He could have pushed Drinkwitz through. No one would have pushed back. Mm-mm. He could have waited and gotten Billy Napier, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But he didn't. He took a gamble. Because that's, but you gamble when you're at the bottom. That's yeah. when you roll the dice. Uh, Sam Presti says this all the time. The higher you pick in the NBA draft, the less, yeah, the the less conventional you are. You you swing, yeah. That's where you take the big swing. You swing big in the lottery, yeah. The second round picks the safe pick, yeah. You know, and so for him, that was that's, but that's it's where they are. They've. They've got to be able to address, hey, what we're doing right now doesn't work. It's what we've always done. It doesn't work. We have to radically change it, and that is a hard thing for people. It really is. It's hard for everybody. So you can you can make fun of a fan base. You can make fun of a school. You can make fun of whatever, but that's, that's what Keith Carter did. That was, a real, that was a real gamble on his part at the time because he pissed off, pissed off some powerful people who've since come back. Oh, no, I was always on that. No, you weren't. No. No, you weren't. And, and it's worked out. Yeah. And had it not worked out, those same people would have been like, told you. He did exactly what you thought we were gonna do. Told yeah. you. You did you, you 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 were selfish. You didn't you didn't listen to us. And they'll want his scout. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think that's where Hunter Yurchek is today. Podcast brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Three packages ready for you for ULM this Saturday. Again, eleven o'clock game. So go ahead and get your tailgate packages set for the final time to tailgate on campus. For the 2023 football season, you pick up at Chicory Market and tell them whether you want to pick up on Friday or Saturday, and you can feed 10, 20, or 40. That's JohnSnowCreamery.com. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's so much offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner to advanced to competing in nationally recognized competitions. It's also a phenomenal venue for uh, corporate outings, uh, reunions, whatever the case may be. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business. As a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today. At 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events. At Ole Miss, College Town Oxford is right next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort. So whether it's a weekend binge watch session or hosting the best game day parties, you'll do it in comfort and style, cheering on the Rebels with your friends. The community is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So uh, grab your friends, 
Pick out your favorite floor plan and reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. Text their VIP list today to be the first to know uh, when their leasing for fall 2024 is open. 662-300-3733. Podcast is brought to you by GNM Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. They have their uh, high-dose flu shots for patients over 65. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients, so they highly recommend that 65 and older patients can get a high-dose flu shot. They also have the RSV vaccine for anybody who needs that. Those are by appointment, which makes getting getting in and out super easy. Just give them a call to schedule at 662-236-2222 with GNM in Oxford or 662-252-2321. Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. They also can help you transfer your medications or they use MedSync. Fill your prescriptions the same day each month. Take care of you with one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, everything you need when you need it with GNM. Again, they deliver locally in the Oxford area. That's 662-236-2222. See, had something on my screen. I had a mass, a mass stabbing in Ruston yesterday. At stabbing? Stabbing right outside of their, their equivalent of the Turner Center. Okay. Oh, at LaTeX? Yeah. A uh, Louisiana Tech student faces four counts of attempted second-degree murder in connection with Monday morning stabbing of four women outside the university's Lambright Sports and Wellness Center. Really? Man, people are crazy. At 4.30. 4.30? People, people just going in there to work out. That's insane. Um, I haven't seen... Major media picked this up, so I guess I'd like to see a little more on it. But uh looks like Art Brawls had some text messages released today um, from uh, the defector.com. Appears to be the URL on this. Um, the ones that are at the top of the page, again, I have not scrolled through all this, but you can see them there if you would like to Google or search or wherever. It says, uh, student athlete 78 admitted to assaulting Rogers. Text messages between Browse and Ian McCall, who was the AD at Baylor at the time. It says, uh, just talked to Redacted. He said, Waco PD was there. This is Browse talking. Said they were going to keep it quiet. Wasn't a setup deal. I'll get Shill to check on Sibley. Again, I don't know names. McCall responds, that would be great if they keep it quiet on that one. Again, stuff all through the site there, but I have not time to really scroll through and see what is there isn't there at this point. If you're curious. Yeah, I'll be curious to go read that. There was a lot that went down there. Yeah. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins is Ole Miss's Connerly Trophy nominee for the uh Oh, season. it's that time of year. It is. I always forget about that. Because now every school gets one nominee, right? Isn't that the... Is that correct? I, I think. God, who would you nominate off the Ole Miss team as the... I would have nominated Jackson. Yeah, I mean... What? No. What are we doing? I don't. I don't need more problems. I mean, I certainly have my. I have an opinion as to why that happened, but that, I'm, that's not one that's. Worth. Ole Miss has won it three years in a row. Yeah, not um, worth expressing. Elijah won in 2020. Corral won in 2021, and Quinshawn won last year. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to create a two-time winner. Could be. Is he going to win? I'm sure. I guess. <laughs> who Who else would be up against you? State or Southern got a dude? Well, State doesn't have a dude. Does Southern have a dude? I don't know. I mean, if they do, I'm not. kind of years Frank Gore having? I, I don't know. Bellhaven got a dude? I'm going to guess not. Mill Saps got a dude? Not that I've heard of. I mean, Juan Joseph beat Michael Lauren Parade Jerry one time. 
God rest his soul. Feels like. Juan was the most shot guy in the room. Feels like whoever Ole Miss nominated would win. So they got to pick their winner. That's my guess. I think I would have nominated Jackson. Um, I would have nominated Jackson Dart. Yeah. The only other one that comes to mind is Trey Harris. Of course. I'm looking to see, has there only been one two-time winner? There's only been one back-to-back winner. There have been two two two-time winners. Okay. Eli won twice, but not back-to-back. Okay. And uh, Dak won back-to-back. Okay. Rod Davis of Southern Miss, the linebacker, won in 2002, Eli's junior year. Okay. You got something. I do. No, it's not worth it. You good? I'm good. Totally. Perfectly fine. Not worth not worth opening that. That's where someone would say, why'd you say that? And I'm like, I don't know. Ole Miss basketball is at home tonight against Detroit Mercy. I told uh, Neil before the show, I know nothing about Detroit Mercy outside of them being the Titans, and I'm pretty sure one of John Calipari's kids played there for a season. I think that's right. I think that's all I got. They're but 0-2. They lost to Toledo 94-60 and Cincinnati, both on the road 93-61. Some dude named Totally scored 20 in their opener, and some dude named Stone scored 25 in their second game. So uh-huh. There's that. 25 of 61. Kind of a one-man show there a little bit for, yeah. the, for the Titans of he Detroit get, Mercy. He was getting his. At Ole Miss today, at Ohio on Saturday. Then they finally get a home game. They play the Eagles back here on uh, Saturday at home. Oh. How about that? Sorry, next Tuesday at home. That's all I got. Detroit Mercy, Ole Miss, 7 o'clock from the Pavilion. The final warm-up to the Tad Pad game, Friday night, 8 o'clock there at Tad Smith Coliseum. I wonder if I could talk them into moving that tip-off up a little bit. Why is it at 8? Supposedly, they put it at 8 because they wanted to give people time to set up in the Grove. Okay. Is that what time people set up? I think 6.37, yeah, that's about right. Okay. They're is doing that, some is, rob- that, is that still a mad rush to set up? I mean, I don't. I mean, there are people that do it, but like the companies do the majority of it now. Like the overwhelming majority is done by tailgate companies like Seven South. That that's how people get the people you. get the same spots. Yeah, I mean, because you're not gold rushing yourself for the most part. Right. I mean, there are some people that do it. Don't get me wrong, but the percentage has gone up every year of how many people just use one of those companies to to do those things. So yeah, seven seven is the setup. So okay, so I guess that makes sense. Okay. Delta State's nine and one, Snoop says. So maybe there's a statesman who's going to win the Connerly. That's fine. I don't care. I mean, I don't care. Any, none, zero. But I mean, if you want to just admit out loud that your that your award is silly, you think when Sean that's gets, how you do could it. get some could get some yards and some touches in D two. I'm going to guess he would fare well at that level. Yes. You think he'd knock off Henderson State? I think he would help win that game. I do. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he'd have a really good chance at the Harlan Hill trophy, which is the D two Heisman. I mean, I'm going to guess that if I called the Delta state coach and said, Hey, would you like to trade your running back for Quinshawn? That his answer would be, you know, I really like the kid, but yes, (laughs) 
There's the size speed thing that would be that would be awesome. It would be yeah. sort of like me if if the whole Christopher Morel Juan Soto thing happened. Hey, do you like Christopher Morel? Yeah, I yeah. love him. He's fun to watch. We can get Juan Soto for him. I'll bring him to the airport now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. He will be there shortly. All right. We'll have a 45-minute uh, reaction to Detroit Mercy and Ole Miss tomorrow on the podcast, and we'll discuss whatever else is going on with uh, with the Rebels. You better be dialed in if you want yeah. that to happen. As they move on for ULM, Ole Miss, 11 o'clock Saturday morning, the uh, final game of the season. Ole Miss trying to go undefeated at home this year, 20-2 and two in their, final, their last 22 yeah. at Vault hemingway So I uh, appreciate everybody. Talk to you again soon. Take care.